Dodger faithful. We are going to do this. Now we take to the airwaves. AM 570, baby. This is a playoff edition of Dodger Talk. Well, fan is DV. How you doing, man? Tim Kate, always bring your A game. To make your voice heard, call 866-987-2570. It's scary. They are going to be in the World Series. Dodger Playoff Baseball is presented by Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com. Barrystickets.com. Let Barry hook you up today. Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Now your host, streaming and podcasting at AM570 LA Sports on the iHeartRadio app. Here's David Vassett. Welcome to Dodger Talk. David Vassay live at Dodgers Stadium after the Dodgers defeat the Padres 5-3 in Game 1 of the NLDS. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. A game that we all believed was going to be a blowout after the Dodgers had a 5-0 lead in the third inning, but the Padres hung in there. Uh, They actually showed some fight and didn't fold the tents like we have seen on a couple of different occasions during the regular season when the Dodgers have gotten early leads against the Padres. And look, that's not a knock against San Diego. That's just what we have seen. And it's not a coincidence the Dodgers not only won 14 of 19 regular season meetings against San Diego. It also included two sweeps, a four-game sweep in July and a three-game sweep in August. But the Padres showed a lot of fight tonight. And in that sixth inning after they scored three in the fifth, they had a chance to make this a very close game going down to the final nine outs. And if it wasn't for a really good play by Gavin Lux on a ball that was hit 105 miles an hour off the bat of Will Myers in the sixth inning with one out, it could have gotten ugly and gone sideways for the Dodgers. Instead, Gavin Lux made a great play at second base to turn an inning-ending double play in the sixth inning to help Evan Phillips get out of that jam. He had thrown 26 pitches at that point in the sixth inning, facing the heart of the Padres' order. Let's head downstairs right now to hear from the Dodgers' second baseman. Yeah, I think just trying to make a play for Evan there and um, getting the lead out at second is important. And then um, Trey obviously came across and made a really good throw. Um, takes two to tango with the double play, so Trey did a good job coming across and, and avoiding Manny, too, on the slide. So uh takes two. Defense was huge, but then offensively had a big hit. Uh, just walking through what was working well for you at the plate today. Uh, I feel like I saw the ball pretty good. I think just the intensity helps, uh, a lot of adrenaline. Um, you know, we were down for five days, so I think everybody was fired up to, to get an actual game, and um, playoffs is a lot of fun, so uh, tonight was, was a good one. You were fighting for just at-bats, just kind of considering coming back from neck uh, injury, things like that. How important is it for you to have a swing like today and kind of set the tone for yourself this series? Yeah, I think it's big, um, you know, trying to get that first hit out of the way early and then just kind of um, get comfortable. And um, I think that that was really it. Uh, we had a lot of big at-bats early, and hitting is contagious. So uh, Trey set the tone today with the huge homer and then the double right after it. So I think that got us going. 
All right, that was Gavin Lux on Sportsnet LA. A big play in the sixth inning to turn that inning-ending double play on a hot shot by Will Myers, and the Dodgers got out of that sixth-inning jam and did not allow the Padres really to mount any sort of threat after the sixth inning. And we got a peek at what the Dodgers may do as far as matchups against the Padres. Urias went five innings tonight, and Dave Roberts got his super reliever, Evan Phillips, ready to go for the sixth inning, not just because it was the sixth inning, but specifically it was the top of the Padres order where he was going to have to face Juan Soto, Manny Machado. He uh, saw Josh Bell with a bat and helmet on in the dugout there. So Evan Phillips had to get through the toughest part of the Padres order in the sixth inning in a five to three game. And I can't remember the last time I saw Evan Phillips throw 26 pitches to get out of an inning. Oral Hershiser was in the radio booth with us, and he couldn't remember it, so I looked it up. The last time Evan Phillips threw 26 pitches in a single inning, you have to go all the way back to May 20th this year. He's usually 7, 10 pitches, bam, 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 gets out of the inning, one, two, three. But tonight was a struggle, his first uh, postseason appearance. Uh, He's human. I know he's been great all year long, but the postseason, as you saw tonight, is a different animal. And he was able to get through it thanks to a great play by Gavin Lux and Trey Turner to turn the double play. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Then you saw in the eighth inning, Alex Vesia, after getting three outs in the seventh, came back for the eighth inning. And once it got to Manny Machado, Dave Roberts had the bazooka, Bruce Dark Gratterall, warming up specifically for Machado, and he got his man. He got him to fly out to end the eighth inning, and then Chris Martin came in to face the bottom of the Padres lineup, and the bottom of the Padres lineup was a big reason why they beat the Mets, so it wasn't an easy uh, three outs, but he was able to get through the ninth inning for his first postseason save as the Dodgers take game one of the NLDS five to three let's go out to the phone sambino in los angeles you're on dodger talk with david vasse hi sambino hey david thank you so much for taking my call congratulations to dodger fans on a great win tonight i got three quick points if i may uh number one i thought this was a career defining potentially uh game statement game tonight by julio urias uh, the way that he was used out of the bullpen last year versus the Braves, I thought he was a class act the whole way. He accepted his role. He'll continue to accept his role no matter how he's called upon. But I thought tonight he shut down a very hot team in game one uh, at Dodger Stadium. He is the future of this team, has been defying the odds since he was a young man, and he had an incredible game tonight. And I think he deserves to be a very serious Cy Young contender, not only this year, but for the next decade, I think he showed the Dodgers organization, Dave Roberts, and every fan here that he's going to be a very serious threat for the next 10 years for the Dodgers. And I'm very Ten happy. 10 years? For That's a long time. Okay. Uh, this is our What's guy. your other point, Sam? You know, we've got a full board of calls, so let's, uh, let's move to the next point. I believe you. I believe you. I only got two quick ones. Number one, I thought – or number two, I apologize. I thought that our bullpen was terrific tonight. I thought Evan Phillips, despite the tough time, 26 pitches against a really tough team, he did great. Vessia nutted up. He was unbelievable. Chris Martin came in in the ninth 
and did something that no other Dodger pitcher could all year, and he was clutch. And number three, and the last thing that I will say, Dodger fans were terrific tonight. We're going to come out tomorrow. We're going to be really strong. And then we're going to go down to Dodger Stadium South, and we're going to have an incredible series. And I believe in our team this year, Dave. Thank you for taking my call. And just last thing, Padres fans can take the 5 freeway 200 miles south or take Union Station train 7 a.m. tomorrow, and we'll see them Friday morning, baby. Okay, well, I wouldn't do that, considering uh, from Irvine to San Diego, Amtrak is not running the Surfliner. So I would not do that in case that's the way you're considering getting to San Diego. Thank you, Sambino. You just stick to your three points. Uh, handle the transportation to us. Let's go out to Bruce. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Bruce. Do not take directions from Sambino, by the way. Yeah, well, <laughs> you always uh, always something interesting to do and say, Vasse. Uh, I guess you're a travel agent as well, so uh, you know, you know, give him some uh, some pointers on uh, Google Maps or something. Um, okay, okay. So I was going to call in and uh, talk about bullpen usage because it was like it was just hard to predict. It was I know we heard uh, based on matchup, and it was not entirely surprising to see Kimbrel off off of the uh, NLD roster, NLDS roster. But um, I really. Other than Phillips getting the heart of the order, and boy, did he bend but not break. Um, you know, Soto spit on a hard two, three and two pitch, and then Machado got that little dribbler. Mm-hmm. So the trouble got started really without, you know, it wasn't a rally, it wasn't hit hard, but he, he lived up to the moment and he, and he got that big double play. And Luxie, Luxie's heartbeat looks like it, it's ready for the playoffs too. Um, yeah, he told us that, before I, the game. Actually, he told me during the workouts that the experience he has had uh, in previous postseasons, including last year, really has helped him feel comfortable going into this October. So um, the Dodgers need Gavin Lux to make plays like that. Uh, they need solid defense up the middle if they're going to win 10 more games this postseason. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Dodgers win game one of the NLDS, 5-3 to three over the Padres. Let's go out to Danny, who was at Dodgers Stadium tonight. Did it feel like a playoff game tonight, Danny? Oh, yeah, Dave. From the from the get go, the stadium was electric from the from the start. Um, you know, I get there early, and uh, there was a ton of people out here today. The cars were packed up. Um, from the moment you walk in the stadium, you can kind of feel it. And then when Julio hit the field for his warm ups, it really lit up. Uh, and Julio was so good at those first four innings. I'm not sure what happened in the fifth. He gave up the home run, which he does, you know, pretty much every time he's out there a solo homer. Uh, but at least he got through it. And the bullpen was fantastic. That double play in the sixth inning, I mean, there's been a ton of great plays this year, but that had to be one of the the most crucial clutch uh, plays that this team has made all season long. That was huge. And to cut off their momentum like that, you got to give the Padres credit. They fought back, but they're still the Padres. The bullpen was awesome. I didn't know who was coming out of the ninth inning. Uh, I was half expecting to see Trinan. Chris Martin came out. He was great. Essia was killer. Grabbed all through with one pitch, two pitch killed it. Um, And great win tonight. What do you think about tomorrow, Dave? Are we going to see the same lineup against the right-hander Darvish, or is there going to be a change, or are they going to roll the same lineup? What do you think? 
Yeah, we'll see what they do. It could be Joey Gallo that gets the start in left field, Danny. Trace Thompson held his own tonight. He had good at-bats. Uh, that home run, by the way, that Will Myers hit, that was a wall scraper. There was a, a challenge to see whether or not the fan interfered in left field. That's how close it was to barely just getting over the wall. And Trace Thompson's a big guy, and he does have reach. But I wonder if Joey Gallo would have been able to leap and catch that with his length. So that's the only question for me is left field tomorrow night. The Dodgers don't just put out hitters when they're platooning because it's a right-hander or a left-hander. That's a reason, but also they want to put the hitter that matches up well against that right-hander or left-hander where basically nobody separated themselves in the last month of the year to take over left field, especially against right-handed pitching. So it'll be interesting to see whether it's uh, Chris Taylor, Joey Gallo, or Trace Thompson tomorrow night against you Darvish and I'm interested to see the mound presence you Darvish has tomorrow night because he has pitched really well against the Dodgers since uh, coming back to the National League with the Cubs and the Padres. Um, but this is a different animal. It's the postseason. He'll be on the mound at Dodger Stadium in a postseason game for the first time since Game 7 of the 2017 World Series. And you got to believe that's still in the back of his mind. And if this is a close game or if the Dodgers jump out and put some pressure on him early, how is he going to respond? If you remember, during the Dodgers World Series run of 2017, the starts that you Darvish won for the Dodgers before the World Series, they gave him a lot of run support to relax and pitch his game. That's how he won in New York as well. The Padres were able to get an early lead, and he was able to relax. So if the Dodgers can mount some sort of uh, rally against him in the first couple of innings, it'll be interesting to see how he responds. And Clayton Kershaw's on the mound. And I have every bit of confidence in Kershaw delivering, and he has delivered against the Padres in his career. Let's go out to L.A. Mike, you're on Dodger Talk Live from Dodger Stadium. Hi, Mike. Hey, Dave, thanks for taking the call. I was at the stadium tonight, too, and it was electric. I mean, there's nothing like playoff playoff baseball. And it's, it's like you said, it's a different animal. And every every pitch, you're like on, waiting on bated breath, especially in that sixth inning. Um, I think part of the problem with uh, Phillips was that uh, that dribbler that got hit up the line, he wasn't decisive in making that call to, to pick it up. But in any event, that was a good test for him. Well, to get even, if he, even if he picks it up, it's fair. He was waiting to see if it goes foul. Right. and then, But it was Machado running, so he, he did, he's known for not hustling. Oh, so. come on. That was one time, Mike. Please. He hustles. The guy's in great shape. He's in the best shape of his life. He's an MVP candidate, but do you have some? I mean, we could argue over this play if you want, Mike. But let's move on. For sure, and let me tell you this: if you would have told me that that Mookie and Freeman would have gone over tonight and we scored five runs, I, I would have thought that we might have lost the game. But it's nice to see that you know Turner stepped up and uh, Will Smith with the big bat and and Luxy with that clutch two out knock, as well as the double play ball, as everyone else has said before. Um, have, have uh, you know, got us this win. And I'm hoping that uh, tomorrow Mookie and Freeman can get off the schneid and, and, like you said, put pressure on you. I was there in 2017, Game 7, and, and that, that was a memory that I can't get out of my mind. So I'm hoping that we can jump on him early and, and that he can, we can put him back in an uncomfortable position and we can take this series up 2-0 going back to uh, Dodger Stadium South. 
Okay, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. The Dodger offense, when you talk about bullpens, yes, the Dodger bullpen did its job, but so did the Padres bullpen after Clevenger came out of the game. The Padres bullpen held the Dodgers 0 for 17 tonight. The Dodgers did not have a hit against the Padres bullpen. You would like to see that change the rest of the series because um, they're not going to score five runs against the starter every every game, you would imagine. Darvish tomorrow night, Blake Snell in game three, and Snell has done really well against the Dodgers in his career, including this year with the Padres. So um, that just shows you how tough it is to hit in 2022 with these guys not only throwing 96 but getting a lot of movement on their sliders. It's just it's really tough to hit these days, and the Dodgers found that out against the Padres' bullpen that held them hitless, 0 for 17. Um, 866-987-2570. We have two lines open after the Dodgers beat the Padres in game one of the NLDS 5-3. to We'll check in with Jose Moda, who is in Secaucus, New Jersey, with MLB Network's Spanish coverage of the ALDS. Let's go out to Venice. Ryan, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Ryan. Hey, David. I'm just fired up tonight watching the game. The boys came out. They did what they had to. The bullpen was 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 amazing. Uh, the offense looks great early on, and uh, I'm just I'm fired up, man. I'm 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 looking for the sweep. You know, I I don't like the Padres. They don't like us, but we're we're gonna put them down. And and uh, I'm 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 just ready for tomorrow to see Clayton Kershaw go out and put on a big performance for us. And I'm I'm looking at the offense, and I think you know we we started hot. Uh, but we didn't really do too well against their bullpen, and I think tomorrow that's going to change. Mookie, I'm looking at Mookie went 0-4, 0 for 4, Freddie Freeman 0 for 3. Yeah, I think that's going to change tomorrow. They, they can't count on that for too long. All right, thanks for the phone call, Ryan. Yeah, remember last year's NLCS, Freddie Freeman started the series 0 for 7, and then after that took off, was on fire. So you're not going to hold Freddie Freeman down for too long. Speaking of the Dodgers and the way they managed their bullpen, Dave Roberts was pushing all the right buttons tonight. Let's head downstairs to the press conference room to hear from the Dodgers manager. Uh, Dave, congratulations on the win. Um, Phillips and Vessia, you know, two low-cost pickups have been so huge for you all year. Tonight they come in to kind of staff the rallies. What do you make of, of where they've come from and, and what they've become for you? Um, they've become uh, huge, uh, very impactful players uh, for, for our ball club, for our bullpen. Um, it's just a credit to the organization, you know, finding these guys. Um, I think Evan from Tampa and, and Alex from, from Miami and um, they've just come in and continue to grow, get better. And, you know, I wish I could say I would have seen the, the leverage that they'd be pitching in a couple years uh, removed. But uh, a lot of people get a lot of credit, but those two guys most importantly. And tonight, Alex doing an up-down. Uh, Evan, you know, finding a way to navigate that inning. And Evan's been huge for us all year. So um, very dependable guys. Go to Jorge on the right. Dave, uh, what did you think of Julio tonight? Julio was good. Um, I thought he he uh, he was good. Uh, that that fifth inning, I just think that you know Myers hit a good breaking ball down below. Uh, put a really good swing on it. Then um, they just did a nice job building an inning right there. Um, I thought during that inning, I don't recall how many pitches he threw. I just thought that uh, the breaking ball just started not to be as sharp. 
uh, the life to the fastball, even the profile, the last ball that he flew out just didn't have the life to it. Um, so I felt that, you know, he did his job for the night. But, you know, to give us five innings, three runs, got the win. Um, really nice job. I know we've talked about, you know, how you guys are going to piece together, you know, the late innings uh, without a standard closer, I guess. Um, just tonight, like, how did that come together, going with Phillips and Vesey, you know, down the line? Um, it just, you know, just looking at the lineup and, and knowing we, who we have available, just kind of trying to piece together lanes for our guys. And, um, you know, right there with, uh, you know, I could have sent Julio back out there to, to take down Soto, but I just felt that with Soto, it really, the handedness doesn't matter as much. And he squared the ball up the, the, at bat prior, so I wanted to give Evan a clean inning. And I like that run right there. And, I like the run for, for Alex and um, for uh, Phillips. And then also, uh, you know, Gratterall coming in there just to get the out. I, I just felt that was good against Machado. And uh, Martin did a really nice job right there. All right, there's manager Dave Roberts on how he deployed his relievers tonight. It'll be interesting to see if he can uh, continue to do this for the rest of the postseason because – uh, you would like to get maybe a longer start from Julio Urias in his next one. He was starting to run into some trouble and run out of gas in the fifth inning. Can you continue to run out these many relievers and match up for the final four innings every single night when you have a lead in a playoff game? That still remains to be seen. And in case you missed it, Dustin May and Blake Trinan are on the Dodgers NLDS roster. Dave Roberts said he won't use Trinan in back-to-back days. And with an off day uh, after game two, you would have to imagine he may be enticed to use Trinan if the Dodgers have a lead tomorrow night at some point. 866-987-2570. Let's go out to Kevin in Culver City. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Kevin. Vasse, my man, what a beautiful Dodger win tonight. It was nice. It's always nice to get game one because that certainly takes the pressure off. Oh, definitely. I just got a few points. You know, I called you a couple weeks ago. I know last time I called, I talked about that call. You could play the call. I said... The Dodger bullpen, what job, great job they did mowing down the Padres, shutting them out in San Diego. I said, that's going to help us in the playoffs. It was a great tune-up. It was a great warm-up. And, boy, did it happen again tonight. Tonight, the same guys who were in that game showed their great stuff. Evan Phillips, uh, Alex Vesia. You got to know when you're playing those guys, those hitters had those pitches in their head when they saw Vesia. Like, what's he going to do? And it just you just saw the effect. All the broadcasters were talking about the Padres bullpen, and they pitched great. But our bullpen was huge tonight, and you can't ignore what they did in San Diego. It was great. This bullpen was lights out. And I just want to really shout out my boy Evan Phillips. That was a huge inning with that traffic on the base. And like I said, that's why I said whoever wins this series is going to win the World Series because both these staffs, Padres, Dodgers, got the best bullpens and staffs in baseball. And I love what we bought. I got to shout out my boy Trey Turner, all the haters. Finally, is that playoff enough for you? Is that clutch enough for you? Home run, double, can't you see that? This guy was huge. And one more quick thing. We're going to round it up. We're going to get this win. We got to do the David Bassey, my boy Bassey, pass the baton. Pass the baton. Take the first two pitches in the at-bat and get the pitch to hit. That's why Freddie and Mookie 
weren't hitting. They got to sit on some of those pitches, and they'll get a ball hit past the baton, and we'll get more runs. Great job, David. We're going to win this series, and we're going to win the World Series because we are battle-tested. We're battle-tested, and we want to win it. Great job. Great Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Let's go. All right, Kevin, thank you for the phone call. Always energetic, no matter what time of night it is, especially after a playoff win for the Dodgers, 5-3 to three in Game 1 of the NLDS. A special thank you to fans who entered the Daniels Jewelers home run forecast all season long, and congratulations to those who won a $50 gift card. Celebrate this season by visiting any location and say home run for a team bracelet. Daniels Jewelers, making diamond dreams come true since 1948. 866-987-2570. Let's go out to James in North Hollywood. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, James. Hey, David. What a great win. And to your point, man, about can they keep doing this with the relievers? Yes, they can. They've been doing it all season long. And uh, you know what? Three years ago, I would have been like, man, my gripe with Dave Roberts' is bullpen management in the postseason. Why is he doing it different than a regular season? But I feel like the front office, Dave Roberts, they're all in lockstep now. And, I mean, every move that is made, I think, is actually a great move. Now, I was at Jameson's in Santa Monica. Well, hold on. They- hold on. We'll clip this phone call whenever there's a call that people say is bad, and we'll see whether or not if you agree with that, James. So, all right, I'll hold you accountable to that. Okay, fair enough. And the people that were there said to me, oh, way too soon to take Julio out. Like, give him a clean inning. Let him see, like, if a guy gets on base. But – he started to miss with his fastball a little bit. And I got to tell you, I think that it was the perfect move to take him out and let a reliever come in with a clean inning. If you look at our posts, well, if you look at hey, our – Especially if that reliever is Evan Phillips, no doubt about it. When you have a guy like Evan Phillips uh, had the season that he had and you're going to bring him in for the sixth inning, I have no problem with that. Thanks for the phone call, James. Appreciate it. We're going to take a time out here on Dodger Talk when we come back. We'll check in with Jose Moda, who was not here at Dodger Stadium, but watching this game back in Secaucus, New Jersey, as he is covering the ALDS. I believe he's covering the uh, Guardian series for MLB Network. They are broadcasting 17 games, all in Spanish, during this postseason, and Jose is a big part of it. So we'll check in with Jose Moda next after the Dodgers. Beat the Padres in game one of the NLDS 5-3 to three on AM570 LA Sports. AM570. Dodger Talk is available on AM570LASports.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Back to more Dodger Talk with Dodger Insider, David Basse. Now the 2-2 from Clevenger to Lux. Line drive, right field, it is a fair ball. It's going to roll to the corner. In to score is Smith. Muncie will be held at third. A run-producing double for Gavin Lux. And the Dodgers have a 4 to nothing lead. Gavin Lux down to his final strike. Final out in the third inning. Delivered an RBI double to extend the third inning. That saw the Dodgers score three runs. And after three, they had a 5 nothing lead and would hold on for a game one victory in the NLDS over the Padres 
866-987-2570 is the phone number. Now, game two of this series is tomorrow night here at Dodger Stadium. And the ace, three-time Cy Young Award winner, MVP, world champion, future Hall of Famer, Clayton Kershaw will be on the mound for the Dodgers. And if you think back to where he was in spring training, there was a lot of doubt about what he could do this year. And he proved a lot of doubters wrong with the season he had. And if you think back to his very first start of the year, when he was pulled after seven perfect innings in Minnesota, the talk was all about October. We're pulling him out, big picture, for October, for October. Well, here he is, getting ready to start in October. Game two of the NLDS against the Padres, his 31st career start tomorrow night. And here's what Clayton had to say about how he got here despite going on the injured list twice. I don't know if there are adjustments or not. I just think when I got hurt, it was better timing this year. <laughs> I had a month and, you know, I had uh, able to come back in September and get enough starts to come back. And, you know, I don't know if, if you could figure out the injury thing, if anybody could let me know, you know, I don't, I don't enjoy doing it and being hurt, but um, this year just kind of worked out timing wise. And obviously last year was, was disappointing. You know, you want to be a part of it and um, you, you want to be in it regardless, good or bad. You'd rather be in it than not be in it. You just, you want to be a part of it. That's why we do this. That's why, um, that's what, that's what makes it fun. Hey, that's why you come out of a game in your first start after seven perfect innings for the big picture for October. And here he is ready to make the start. And let's face it, moving forward in this postseason, these are big starts for the Dodgers. Julio Urias and Clayton Kershaw starts are paramount for the Dodgers to win. And they got an Urias win tonight. They need a Kershaw win tomorrow night to not let the Padres have uh, any hopes that they can uh, win this series in their home ballpark in San Diego. All right, let's go out to our man, and we'll get back to the phone calls before we end the show. But first, let's check in with our man, Jose Moda, who is uh, working for the MLB Network as they are broadcasting all the games in Espanol, and Jose is covering the ALDS. Jose, thanks for staying up late with us. Of course, my friend. Uh, do you polish up your Spanish books and uh, dust them off to uh, listen to the broadcast for the Dodger games? Hey, at this point, you know, it'll, uh, it'll help all of us learn Spanish on MLB Network. <laughs> it's great. It's a terrific, um, obviously, occasion. It's a, uh, pretty much unprecedented. They ne- never have done this like this before. But... Um, it was fun. We uh, we got to uh, see Garrett Cole pitch very well for the Yankees, but nonetheless, uh, we're here to talk Dodger baseball, and I was so excited to see Julio Urias go out there and uh, do what he does. And the bullpen, as you mentioned, the matchups today were just outstanding. And you know, Dave, we got a you got we got a glimpse of that back on October third. That game against the Rockies that Tony Gonsolin started. You go and look as to when Almonte, Canley, Kimbrell, uh, Ferguson, Martin, Vesia, uh, Phillips, and Gradwell came in, and that was pretty. But I think we had this conversation after that game that this will we envisioned during the playoffs, you know, for, for Dave Roberts and game one, it worked out. Yeah, it did. But can they continue this? Do they need to get longer starts from their starting pitchers, whether it's uh, Kershaw, Julio, or even Tyler Anderson in game three? Can they continue to cover four innings every single postseason? You don't want to do that, and I think overall you want to see your starter go at least one more because it sets things up better for your bullpen. But the other thing you want to see, Dave, you, you almost want to see a guy that uh, you want to save for the ninth inning because he answered the bell for you in previous games, 
and you tell yourself, I cannot afford not to have this guy available later in the game. So that guy uh, is going to surface at some point, I believe, um, because you have guys that throw hard. You got guys that throw strikes. You got the lefty matchups, and you got guys like Gretel who pitches the contact, even though he throws so hard. But uh, it's going to be quite interesting going forward. But everything is dictated by what the guy starting the game does for you. And tomorrow night it will be Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers going up against you, Darvish. But tonight, Jose, the sixth inning, we talked about this in September. A lot of times postseason games are not won or lost in the ninth inning. They are, they are usually won or lost in those middle innings from the fifth to the seventh inning, sometimes the eighth. And the sixth inning was a very precarious inning for Evan Phillips. And that play that Gavin Lux made on that hard-hit ground ball by Will Myers to end the inning with the double play that was the play of the game tonight that was absolutely the play of the game you look at the location of that pitch and the contact made by buyers and also the anticipation by gavin lux and gavin lux athletic as you mentioned earlier let the assets go out there and make plays for you uh trey turner had a little bit of trouble getting out of the glove but lux did such a good job getting rid of that baseball quickly that allowed a guy up the middle and trey turner you know even though having a little bit of trouble to at least have time and gun down the guy at first base. But you need those plays. You know that, uh, you know, he got away with a couple of pitches up on the zone, too, that we know that uh, Evan Phillips is going to go out there master better as the postseason progresses. But um, you're right on the money, Dave, those games. That's why you got to have enough depth in your bullpens for playoffs to know that that middle guy sometimes becomes the guy that goes out there and just anchors the rest of your bullpen, and the rest of the game because game was won right there on that play. You mentioned Trey Turner on the back end of that double play that was turned by Gavin Lux. Trey Turner, first inning home run. Coming into tonight, Trey Turner was a two twenty eight hitter in the postseason, and that was only his second career postseason home run. How big of a confidence booster was it for Trey Turner to have a game like tonight in the first postseason game of this season? Well, it's huge. I mean, it doesn't matter what your experience is. Um, you know, you always ask for the new opportunity. When can I have an opportunity to erase everything? Uh, like we have seen with a guy like Clayton Kershaw, for example. And I think, Dave, I'm so glad. I'm telling you what, so glad we're not talking about rust right now because that could be a common theme right now uh, with the teams that had to sit, you know, and wait for the first wild card series to finish. But scoring first was big for the Dodgers because now you go out there and say, okay, guys, we haven't lost anything. We are right on track. I think overall they did a fantastic job following up on those inner squats on what they needed to do and also the approach at the plate, even though the bullpen for the Padres did a fantastic job themselves too. Uh, they went to spin the ball a little bit more than, uh, you know, the Clevenger did, but uh, a guy like Trey Turner can set the tone for you in so many ways, but scoring first and not us talking about how rusty they are because they didn't play for five, five days, I think is a good thing. What do you make of the Padres' bullpen shutting down the Dodgers? They did not have a hit against San Diego's bullpen after Clevenger came out of the game. They were 0 for 17 to end the game tonight. I saw a lot of strike ones and a lot of 0-1s turn into 0-2s. And then, Dave, I think you and I discussed it about a month ago. Look at the finish on those at-bats and look how many of those were off-speeds or breaking balls. And that was your answer right there. All right, Jose, thanks for the insight all the way from Secaucus, New Jersey. We'll look forward to seeing you on MLB Network. Okay, mi amigo. Buenas noches. All right, Jose Moda staying up late with us all the way in Secaucus, New Jersey. He's on the coverage of 
the uh, Yankees ALDS series. 866-987-2570 here in Los Angeles. The Dodgers beat the Padres 5-3 to in Game 1 of the NLDS. Trey Turner and Will Smith each had two hits. Turner doubled and homered. Will Smith doubled home Trey Turner in the third inning. Gavin Lux, a big night tonight defensively and offensively. And the Dodgers deployed their relievers the way they told us they were going to deploy their relievers tonight, and that was groupings of hitters, not innings. And we saw that tonight. Let's go out to Long Beach, one of my favorite cities, the LBC. Samantha, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vassay. Hi, Samantha. Hello, Vassay. I wanted to discuss with you the uh, philosophy that Dave Roberts is using for the closing, pitching by committee, closing by committee. Uh-huh. And I know it was forced on him, you know, just due to the loss of um, Kimbrell. But, you know, is it possible that we are seeing the evolution of of an, another way of a role similar to when La Russa invented it in the first place? I mean, things change. I mean, could we could we actually be in the middle or at the beginning of a totally new concept? We could be, but I will say this, Samantha, it takes a certain type of personality to be able to be a closer. And you saw during the regular season, the Dodgers did ride Craig Kimbrell as their closer because it just makes everything else fall into place. Even during seasons that Kenley Jansen was not at his best, the Dodgers kept him as their closer because it makes everything else fall in place. But in the postseason, it's such a condensed schedule, and you don't have to play 162. It's just about winning 11 games. That's why you're able to uh, shift gears and go this way. Well, but do you – okay, but again, what if this becomes like a philosophy to utilize in the playoffs? But it has been done before. Craig Kimbrell, for instance, was removed as the Red Sox closer in 2018, and they went to a closer by committee. In fact, Chris Sale closed out the Dodgers in Game 5 of that World Series instead of a quote-unquote closer. Okay, but was that by choice, or was that by choice? Because uh, Craig Kimbrell was ineffective that year, just like he was ineffective this year in close games, and especially in September. That's why he was left off the roster. Thanks for the phone call, Samantha. Appreciate it. Let's go out to Chris in Oxnard. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Chris. Hey, David. Thanks for taking my phone call. I uh, just want to say it was a great Dodger victory tonight. And, uh, you know, I know that those uh, there were three plays in the outfield that it was very hard for Trey, or Trey Thompson to make out there. You know, the one at the wall. Uh, when he, he missed in the outfield where he died for the ball, and then at the throw to home plate. And, uh, you know, I know you probably would want a lefty-righty matchup with Gallo against uh, uh, Darvish, but, you know, we've seen Chris Taylor time and time and time again make plays in postseason. Uh, he's got to be playing tomorrow. Um, you know, you give Trey Thompson a chance. He had a great season. He deserved a chance today. But, you know, it's all about Chris Taylor now. He's got to be playing left field. And I just want to know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I I would uh, go with uh, Taylor or Gallo tomorrow, especially since Blake Snell is going to pitch game three. So you would imagine Taylor and Thompson would be in the lineup uh, against Snell in game three in San Diego. And look, like uh, Dave Roberts has said, uh, I'm a big believer in guys that 
uh, have done it before in October. They know what it takes. The game doesn't speed up on them. I'm not saying that's what happened on Trace uh, tonight, but uh, Chris Taylor's a special player in October. So uh, I'm with you. Dave Roberts said he's healthy, so we'll see whether or not he's in the lineup tomorrow or if they wait until game three. Well, I hope so. Yeah, he's a great guy, great player, and, and uh, you know we've just seen it time and time again. So. All right, Chris. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go out to JJ, who was at Dodger Stadium tonight. Hi, JJ. Did you feel the playoff atmosphere tonight? It was pretty incredible, Dave. Pretty incredible. Uh, I really enjoyed the heck out of the game. I want to give a shout out just to the guest services and all the Dodger personnel at the game tonight. They're just so pleasant, always helpful. I had a situation where I showed up, I, I couldn't uh, uh, walk too well, so I had to bring my, my scooter, and they accommodated me and a bunch of other people in the handicap section. So I just want to thank the uh, care services and all the personnel there. Very friendly, very, very helpful. Love hearing that, J.J. They're the best. Love all, all the people that work here at Dodger Stadium. They make the experience what it is. Let's go out to Torrance. Fabian, you're our final caller tonight. Walk us off on this uh, Dodger Talk NLDS edition. Hey, what's up, David? Just a quick shout-out to Will Smith. He had two extra base hits today. He really deepens this lineup and makes our lineup uh, not a three-headed beast, but a four-headed beast. Thanks. Good night. All right. That's a good way to walk it off, Fabian. Thank you for the phone call. Tomorrow night, game two of the NLDS here at Dodger Stadium. Clayton Kershaw going up against former teammate Hugh Darvish. By the way, these two have been off-season catch partners in Texas. Kershaw is going to be making his 31st playoff start. Uh, This year against the Padres, he started twice against them. He only gave up one earned run in 12 innings and historically has pitched really well against the Padres. They have not had many good lineups, so this is probably the best Padres lineup Kershaw will face. Darvish this year faced the Dodgers four times, had an ERA of 252 with 31 strikeouts. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck begins at 4.30 tomorrow with first pitch of Game 2 of the NLDS between the Dodgers and Padres at 5.37. That'll do it for us tonight from Dodger Stadium. The tarp is still on. I guess uh, Jordan Lorenz and his crew wanted to get some training. They haven't seen this thing in quite some time. Get the dust and cobwebs off of it in case uh, there's some overnight rain. Anyway, thanks to Colin Yee back at our Burbank studios. Thanks to Jake Warner here at Dodger Stadium. Thanks to you for listening. In case you missed any of the show, you could podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, Big Ben Maller. He wants a playoff tease. So Big Ben Maller is coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. Once again, the final score from Dodger Stadium. Game one of the NLDS is in the books, and the Dodgers take it 5-3 to three over the San Diego Padres. Have a great rest of your night. See ya.